Hi, I'm Mira. And I'm Silver. And welcome to Matcha Mondays. We're two West Coast gals hoping to connect with our audience to discuss everything matcha, our favorite sneaky snacks, mental health, self-love, and body positivity. Welcome back, little matcha babies. Welcome to another mini matcha soge. We have our dear sweet Mira on the mic freestyle yeah, like, <laughs> it's like oh we're featuring a guest mira actually she's been a guest ever since so. this is my podcast you're a guest wow Wait. and you're today mira's gonna freestyle for us so well you gotta give me a beat oh you don't want me to give you a beat he's flipping over his entire mat for food but all he has is carrots it's because I'm not giving him attention. This is why he's being like this. Yeah. He's like, um, excuse me, can't but, you see that I want love? Mm-hmm. I know. Maybe I can, if I put him on my lap, maybe he'll calm down. Enough. I don't know what you're trying to do, but there's no food over here, okay? If you have carrots, if you don't want carrots, then you can't eat anything. So, we Hello, sit here and Gio. be quiet. Okay, we'll put yeah. you here. Hi, Gio. Okay, Gio, we're ready. Gio is also um, actually our guest this week on the podcast. Oh, yeah. We have a, we have a floof a fluffy guest of honor who's um eating and sniffing my mic <laughs> mira is dog sitting for those who don't know who geo is even I though am. i feel like geo should be famous so i know i wish geo could like speak just like say i wonder hi what he would say <laughs> I genuinely wonder what goes on in his mind on a day to day because like half the time he's staring at me and I'm like, what are you what are you thinking he's when like, you're looking it's at just me? blank? It's all blank. <laughs> yeah, just nothing. Well, he's like, this woman cares way too much about her skincare. That's probably what he thinks half the time. <laughs> like, excuse me. Like walking around with a face mask. He's like trying to eat it half the time because he's jealous. He wants his self care. I know, and he he can't because he'll eat it. He'll so. eat it. Yeah, but. Dude, you don't know how much I pamper this guy. So, like, every time he goes out for pee or poo, I, he comes back in. I sit and I wipe down all his paws. Mm. I wipe down wherever he, his bits. you know, the stuff came out of. His like, he's fully clean before he goes on the bed. Like, mm-hmm. I always do this. I wipe his mouth. <laughs> like He's a prince and he deserves it. I really give him prince treatment. He deserves so. it. But yeah, for those who don't know, um, Gio is like the basic, like I call him like the family dog. He's not really, he's my aunt's dog, but <laughs> we all are so attached to him mm-hmm. and I have designated myself as the go-to dog sitter. <laughs> so <laughs> whenever my family's out of town, I pretty much like twist their arm to let me puppy sit because I just love him so much as yeah. high maintenance as he is, but he's very good company. He's a good boy. Naughty, so, but good. He's a good boy. And he's always on my story. So if you guys don't follow me you should because then you'll see him like yeah most of the time exactly so yeah Keep shameless plug life but do we want to do a quick check-in i know this is a mini matcha sode, so we could do like a very quick check-in really yeah i guess um i'm trying to think of like what i did this week i feel like this week i was busy again well you mostly like you cleaned and then you saw family most it was mostly like family and cleaning for you i think yeah it was a lot of yeah hanging out with the fam i went to my grandparents house this morning that i had to invite myself to because my sister um my husband and i got my sister a new samson watch for her birthday Mm. and it had arrived here yesterday so i was like Mm -hmm. i'll bring it to you on sunday because i 
I always go over for dinner at my parents' house on Sundays. And she's like, actually, can I come pick it up tomorrow morning around like 10 o'clock? And I was like, what are you doing out so early? Like, she doesn't usually go out that early on weekends. So I was just like, what are you doing? She's like, well, I'm going to go see Granny and Papa. And I was like, what do you mean? Why was I not invited? And she's like, well, I'm going to (laughs) introduce her girlfriend to the grandparents. And I was like, excuse me, I would like to be involved on this important excursion. (laughs) Of course. So we kind of invited ourselves because I haven't seen my grandparents in person since like my grandma got out of hospital. So Mm. I was like, I want to see them. So we went out there and spent most of the day um out in maple ridge so that was exciting and it was actually really nice and quiet out there but like we had to get back because my sister's actually going to see a movie tonight with her friend they're gonna go see joyride so oh yeah so she is gonna watch that but mira actually went to the movies today too i did i saw um insidious five with my cousin who does listen to this podcast so hello (laughs) i know you're listening (laughs) we had fun it was really good um i was like hiding behind my hands half the time and i was like pushing i was like (laughs) i I know i do that no matter what but the entire time i'm like i'm so scared i'm so scared and she's like it's going to be fine she's like this isn't real life and i'm like I'm like, but the funny thing is, I really like that I'm scared. Like, I like the feeling I like of how being she scared. comforted you because every time, like, Mira, my husband, and I, I we watch horror movies together a lot. And there's, like, the mm-hmm. perfect, like, TikTok meme of, like, um, King Julian and Mort and that other mm. lemur. And Maurice. Maurice, yes. And they're all, like, Marie. walking through something scary. And, like, it's so Mira, my husband, and I were, like... My husband and Mira are like terrified, and yeah, Mira's like hiding through her hands, and I'm sitting there like giggling. So, whenever my husband and Mira are scared, I just start laughing at them, and I'm like, oh, wait, now, like, this made so, me, oh, <laughs> this me. made me just think, like, wait, am I supposed to comfort you guys? <laughs> like, I just think it's funny. I mean, most normal <laughs> people, I think, would. I never thought <laughs> to comfort the funny thing you. about, like, I can't believe you never thought of comforting <laughs> someone who's scared. <laughs> Not in a horror movie situation. I think because, like, <laughs> that's, like, the point. Like, I'm, like, you're no, supposed to be scared. So I'm not, like, mm. no, no, no. Don't mm. be scared. I'm, like, yes, this is what's supposed to happen. Like, <laughs> let's be scared. Well, I think, <laughs> honestly, that's really funny. Yeah, no, I, I know. Because, like, she was very nice about it. Yeah, she was it's like, really it's, nice. It's okay. And I'm, like, no, no, no. I'm, like, I hope you know that I actually enjoy being scared as yeah. well. But, like, thank you for comforting me because I kind of like that, too. But <laughs> I am also her. scared. <laughs> I know that's what's funny, I guess, because I tell people all the time how much I love horror movies, as yeah. I'm sure our listeners know. Like, we both do. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the difference between me and Silver is she just finds, like, she just laughs through them. <laughs> yeah, I'm and, so like, scared. I, depending on the movie, will laugh. Like, mm-hmm. old horror films, I think, are hilarious. But, like, yeah. you know, newer ones um i don't know i i get scared but yeah. the thing is i love the adrenaline mm-hmm. and the rush and i like love the feeling of being like yeah i watched that whole movie ha yeah you know so I but i know. get like i still get scared i still like get that mm. but like how i deal with being afraid is like i don't know laughing through it i guess versus like not through that one horror no. movie we watched with the whispering no. that i was totally you fine until the more whispering. Than me. yeah because i can't do it like i except I for i think i can do it next time because i was quite upset about how 
upset I was at that because I was like totally fine. I was like, this is like it was good. Like I really liked that movie. Rewatch the scene. I rewatched it like several times and like recently too. So Uh, I'm just like, (laughs) so now I'm kind of desensitized to it. Yeah, I've built a tolerance. I I still don't like it. it Like seven times. I know, but I still don't like it. Like fast whispering Mm. will always do me in. But I think now I'm like okay. I've gotten through because I think I had to because it was scaring me in real life. Like when it would like be uh, dark and I'd be like walking through my yeah, apartment, yeah, I would yeah, think yeah. about it. So I was like, no, we need yeah. to exposure therapy myself right now. <laughs> like I'm going to sit and watch this. And now it doesn't really scare me as much. I still really highly mm-hmm. dislike it, but I think it's more of a sensory dislike than a yeah, fear dislike I mean- now. I don't think anyone likes whisper chanting. It's, it's a very whispering. unnerving. Yeah, I really don't like yeah, it. I'm not a fan. But no, I mean, I am not one to judge. I've seen the first Insidious movie in a weird way. I love Insidious one. It's like a comfort movie to me. Like that's mm-hmm. like my go to horror movie. Whenever I want to see a scary movie with anyone, I'm like, let's watch Insidious one mm-hmm. or Conjuring. Like it's one of Conjuring, those two. Yes. Um, yeah, no, Silver and I literally will watch Conjuring when we're having, like, we need a cozy movie. Yeah, my sister, too. Yeah, like, we're all in, like, yeah. it's just, like, our favorite collective I know, thing. family dinner, <laughs> we're like, let's watch Conjuring. Yeah. And the parents are like, what the, f- no, I don't want to see this again. And we're like, it doesn't matter, because the, we all want to watch it. The seventh time, let's do this. You know, we have seen it so many times. But it's good because, like, it's um, like a love story. I can't do rom-coms, so that is my rom-com, kind mm. of. Like, I like a love story, <laughs> and that's that's how I can deal with it, so. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, um, sorry, to, to wrap up the horror movie segment, I was saying I mm. can't judge you because as much as, if I, as I find Insidious One comforting, I still get scared by the same scene every fucking time I watch it. And oh, when time. the guy's behind the dad? Yeah, when the guy yeah. pops up. Like, that's the only time I still get scared shitless. But, like, I've kind of, like, find, um, I find it amusing now when you see him, like, in his little room doing his thing. Yeah, because that's like, when I lose it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you helped me. Honestly, Silver, like, helped me find it funny. She's like, come on. Like, look at him. It's, like, not funny. It's not scary. I'm like, yeah, yeah I guess this weird red demon with a tail, like, crawling on the walls yeah. that's not super realistic. Okay. No, that's why, I, like, I still love Insidious. Like, I love the series. Mm-hmm. But, like, the parts that that's I so find the scariest are actually, like, some Easter eggs. I don't know if, like, everybody noticed these things. But there's, like, the part where the little boy is, like, when they start doing the tiny tim like tiptoe through the tulips song yeah yeah yeah. but there he's in the house before he's shown dancing in the living room oh yeah yeah yeah. those are the parts that scare me because like i i really honestly think in a parallel universe i would be a continuity editor because i notice those things in movies and tv shows all the time Uh, no 100 percent. but like i notice when things are like out of place when i'm watching so i notice Mm. the little things and he was like in the in the kitchen and whatever when she walked by the window that scared the shit out of me that made me feel like ooh, that's yeah, a bad see, feeling <laughs> and then he's just yeah. like there i don't know i yeah so. 
No, I agree with you. I think when I see that, I'm like, oh, like, but for me, I like get excited because I'm like, oh, did you guys see that? Like, yeah. I don't know. I get I think, excited. I know you get scared, but I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. I think the obvious things don't excite me. Like the obvious, yeah. like him behind, like you kind of know that's going to happen. Him crawling. I'm like, okay, yeah. you're, this is so intentional. Like I like the things that are really underlying. Oh, if mm-hmm. you didn't notice this. Like, I think it's because that's what would scare me in real life. Something awful Mm. happening right in front of me, I would be like, okay, I need to deal with this. Like, it's not as scary. But, like, if I walk past something and then you have that moment of, like, was there someone just standing there? That's Mm -hmm. the scary part for me. So, yeah. Like, Mama was a big one that, like, was really scary until she starts, like, slinking around. And then I'm like, I saw you now. You're not as scary. Like, I like it way more when they're, like, talking to her in the closet and, like, she that you get mm-hmm. don't get to see her so yeah yeah the last thing i think too i'm very impressed by horror films if they can make something look scary to look at like yeah. not even like after you continuously keep looking and it's still scary like yeah. i found that to be true for marianne which i made you watch mm-hmm. when they show that demon i know you don't find it that scary but like mm-hmm. for me that thing is fucking scary like it was continuously scary for me to look at because yeah. i try to imagine if i saw that in real life i would shit myself oh yeah i found it scary yeah. the scariest part of marianne for me was when skin sucks no the skin sucks i thought it was like disturbing and hilarious but like when mm-hmm. the old lady made the girl feel her pee that was the grossest oh, scariest like yeah. that was the only time and like marianne i really liked i would totally watch it again like really enjoy i think they should do a rewatch honestly. yeah it was really good like i've I, seen it in a while I think it was very very well done but the whole thing didn't really scare me other than her being like feel my pee and then i was like I i'm out when you were watching i'm it. like uh-uh. you were like and i was <laughs> like watch it watch it <laughs> i know i don't know why it's like just i think i love horror but it's very very specific things that actually get me everything else like i just enjoy it like i just enjoy the genre yeah. i enjoy like the ambiance of it like i like the th- thrill and fear of like watching but like i'm not like i don't go to bed freaking out unless it's like the whispering or the pee then i'm like i'm out i can't do the pee i can't do that. <laughs> i know it's it's pretty gross yeah, yeah i agree yeah, yeah. but anyways but. that's our horror movie segment thank you for coming along but today we're actually going to talk about something that's kind of been reoccurring that we've had like some people mm-hmm. write in to us about and it's about like try there's like kind of two two spots that we'll kind of approach this from like one is being the Mm -hmm. person on the other end and like kind of losing friends or like them drifting apart and you don't want them to and then also Mm -hmm. being on the other end of that what it actually could be about so Mm -hmm. we're gonna talk about that because you know summer's happening i feel like a lot of people get together more in the summer and it's more obvious when you have like fomo and like people are out and about and posting and then it just doesn't feel good sometimes when you're not invited i think just to give this some context i think this has been not only have our listeners written about this Mm -hmm. to us yes but this is I feel like something that has been reoccurring I don't know recently at least I don't know I know this has been kind of coming up in conversations between you and I yeah um where it just seems that yeah like you 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 have these friendships that you're in and there's some of them are like really really close and then suddenly it feels like they're really like yeah drifting apart and I think 
the reason why this came up is for me the reason this came up is because I had and still have I mean we are still friends but I have a couple of friends that I was very very close to and once they got into relationships mm-hmm. it was like an immediate bye like bye. silence like yeah. bye bye yeah like haven't heard from them haven't like been checked up on by them anything like that and so I was talking to Silver about this because she and I are very very similar in the way we treat our friends like if you are our friend we value you so much that you know even if we aren't checking up on you like constantly we still do and we still think about you and we'll still like make you know that we do think about you even if there's like been a time yeah or sorry still make that couple of effort yeah exactly and so in my experience with these people I've like voiced a couple of times like hey I have really would like to talk to you you know, it's been a while since we've caught up. Um, And, you know, I don't know, like, I just haven't, like, we haven't really talked much. And I was telling Silver that I was starting to realize that not only was I the one reaching out every single time to at least check up on them, but I was also the only one who voiced my feelings about it. Mm-hmm. And when I did, the response was okay. Like, every single time my feelings were, were validated in the conversation, but nothing was done to change what was going on. So, yeah. like, I would say, hey, like, I'd really like to talk to you and they'd be like yeah like I'd really like to talk to you too nothing was done after yeah that. yeah and and like most of the time I'd be like okay like let me know when you're free like I you know make time for you in my schedule blah 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 so I think the reason we want to bring this up is just because I think it's really important to learn how to deal with it because this is just kind of something that's going to constantly happen in your life yeah especially in your whether 20s. you like it or not yeah yeah especially in your 20s and it sucks because like you know you have these connections like and Silver knows this like a couple of these people like I deeply love them and I like like when I think about them like I just have so much love for them and like if I saw them like like randomly on the street like full-on would like beeline wrap them (laughs) in my arms like squeeze the shit out of them because I love them so much but I think yeah there comes a time where I just think certain people just aren't meant to be that close to you anymore and there is a reason for it but it is hard to see it so I think that's why we're gonna talk about like why this happens and how to deal with it because it does kind of suck especially when you like voice your reasoning Mm -hmm. but I guess like for my tidbit we Basically, I was talking to Silver about this and we kind of came to the realization that these people might be like good people, but right now in this time, they don't know how to be a good friend to me and I don't deserve that. So for my like mental sanity and just for like my self-loving purpose, like I'm going to set a distance with them because I deserve to be around friends that do make an effort to keep me around, do make an effort to check up. And I was telling Silver, like, I don't need these people to check up on me every single day because if every single person I loved in my life checked up on me every single day i would go crazy because yeah, that's so that's much a lot. yeah um that's a lot to deal with on top of everything else in my life but i just think like a cadence of and balance of just checking up on people in general is what makes a friendship work mm-hmm. and i think once you have voiced you know once you have stood up for yourself and said hey like i know you might not be doing this intentionally but ever since you've been in a relationship i haven't heard from you and if they say oh my god i'm sorry like yeah it's been a really long time i've been really bad at this let me make an effort 
effort. If yeah. they do, I think that shows that they are willing to prioritize your friendship. If they don't, maybe it's not necessarily like, oh, fuck you. I just think they don't know how to be a good friend. Mm -hmm. And that's like on them. But it's also on you to pull back because you should spend your time. <laughs> oh, aggression. <laughs> I know. I'm like really feeling it. <laughs> you should spend your time with people that want to do the same. Yeah. Like back and forth with you. Yeah. So anyway, that's like my tidbit per se, but take it away. So from like my perspective too, like I've gone through exactly the same things as like Mira's talking about. Like I've lost a couple like friends who, especially during the time we were friends, I was like, these are my people. And like, I don't say that lightly. Like I have a handful or maybe less of people I fully, fully trust and can be my full self with and want in my life forever. A lot of other people I'm like, I love you so much and you're good for the next few years but do I see us being friends when we're in our 80s probably not and I am okay with that because I love you now I will love you until our relationship comes to a fizzle out or until it served its purpose but like that's it I'm okay having like my little group and these are a couple of people who I thought were going to be in my life for like ever like I imagined us in mm -hmm. the old folks home like shooting the shit and like playing bingo together and I did lose them quote unquote to like relationships and it was not nice and it like crashed and burned like and I still weirdly have so much love for these people even though they really did me wrong in these situations but like I I am not a forgiving person necessarily but I definitely can move on and like I have love for them I wish them the best do I ever want to be friends with them again no I learned my lesson and I'm not going back to that but that doesn't make it easy. Like, I think it's really hard in your 20s, especially when there's so many different transitions happening. And some people go mm -hmm. through these transitions early and then in the middle or at the end. And like, it's not predictable. Like, it's not like after yeah. you're out of high school where you're like, okay, I know this person's going to university. I know this person's starting a job. Like, you can kind of predict around that time when you're not going to hear from people or when things are going to change. But, like, throughout your 20s, everyone goes through things at a different time and they're going to deal with it in a different way. And you're not always mm -hmm. going to agree with how they deal with it. Like, Mira and I are kind yeah. of from the same perspective or, like, have the same perspective that if you're in a relationship and it's new, absolutely like it makes sense like it's exciting it's whatever and then when things kind of calm down and you get a little more comfortable then that's when things like kind of normalize again and they become an integrated part of your life but that means that you kind of have a life but a lot of people put mm -hmm. so much value and I know we've talked about this in more like detail and in a longer form right. in a couple episodes back where we talk about like how do you know if you're in a healthy relationship and like mm -hmm. although like I love 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 my husband I <laughs> recently <laughs> remembered we've been together for over 10 years which I forgot because I literally said to him last night oh my god we've almost been together for seven years and he's like we've been together for over 10 and I was like oh my god <laughs> that's a long fucking time <laughs> so like I've spent yeah. a lot of time with this person and 
I love the time we spend together. I love the time I spend without him. I love the time I spend with my other friends. And I think that is <laughs> so important in having and maintaining like a healthy, balanced life and a healthy, balanced relationship. But I understand yeah. if it's new, it's really hard to have your priorities straight because it feels like, oh my God, this is yeah. this is all it is. And so that is kind of predictable. I think when people get into new relationships, I'm like, okay, I'm probably not going to hear from them as much like I'll check in I'll do like be like oh my god how was your first date how was your third date like how are things going like Mm -hmm. whatever (laughs) but I kind of can expect a lot of their time is going to be spent building this new relationship with this person and that's fine but what we're talking Mm -hmm. about is when it's been like months or years and this person is still making their entire life about this person and if that's what Mm -hmm. they want and that they find that that's healthy even though we have our own opinions about it but like if it's it's your life like if this is what you think is good for you and that you don't need any other friends and this can be your end-all be-all that's fine do I think it's safe no do I think it's healthy in my opinion no but if you make it work and you're comfort- comfortable in that opinion, absolutely go for it. But then you kind of have to, as the friend on the other side, be like, you know what? What am I willing to accept and what am I willing not to? And this is something Mira and I were talking about very recently because it's like... Yeah. Do I accept that I'm not going to see this person anymore who's super, super close to me? Do I accept that and just be sad about it and not do anything? Do I share my opinion and then see what happens? If nothing happens, do I then accept that and still maintain this friendship of some kind with this person? Do I reevaluate what I need and want from this person or do I let this person go? Yeah. Sometimes it's too hurtful and like that is okay I think that's okay to let that person go but if you want to maintain a relationship with this person you need to pick one of the other two options then like reevaluate what you're willing to accept what your that friendship looks like I always always think it's best to voice how you feel especially with your friends And um, Mm -hmm. I was recently very confused by other people's behavior. And I was actually like venting to my aunt about this. And I was like, I don't understand. Like when Mir and I going through something, we just tell each other. Like we're very, very vocal. Like, hey, I I really can't be available right now because like I need time to be quiet. I did that like two days ago with Mir. Like I love talking to this bitch. (laughs) Like I would talk to her all day, every day. But because I'm an introvert and like because I am also very busy and tired right now I was like I love you to fucking death I would talk to you in my sleep but I need a second to be quiet Don't. <laughs> no one wants that <laughs> but like I need a second I would be like I would start crying and not for a good <laughs> no. but yeah so like but that's so easy because like I know about Mira and I know about a lot of people in my life because I am very communicative with like the, my handful of people that if I go MA for a little bit, people are like, where, where happened? Are you okay? And there's certain people in my yeah. life, like I can go MA for two days and that's the expectation and that's okay. But even like my mom, right. my mom the past little bit, because every time I'm in the shower, I put my phone on do not disturb because I put it on the ledge so I can listen to my podcast and if it vibrates my phone will fall off the ledge i need to get a speaker for the inside of my fucking shower but like you do i do but this is just how it is right now so every time i do that my mom's Mm -hmm. like why are you blocking me i'm like i'm not blocking 
blocking you. I'm on do not disturb. So now it's like a fun thing. But like everyone has different expectations of my level of ability to keep in touch. And like I know with Mira, it makes both of us feel more comfortable. And we both have agreed like if we go MIA, we'll give each other a heads up if we can and check in when we can. And that's okay. But that's why I was saying to my aunt, I was like, it's so easy to do that. Like it's so easy to text your friend who you talk to all the time and be like, hey, I have so much going on right now. Like I will probably be MIA. Um, I'll check in with you like when I can, even if that's like in a month from now. But like just communicating that can give someone so much comfort. But what she mm-hmm. said to me is she was like, people aren't like that. Like people don't care like that same level about like if you're going to be freaking out. And I'm like, this is why everyone should just have mm-hmm. anxiety. Because <laughs> like everyone who has anxiety, I think at least <laughs> I from know. my experience has gone through that where it's like why isn't this person texting me like what happened like are they Mm -hmm. dead do they hate Mm -hmm. me like what did I do and then I feel like that does prompt you to be like hey I'm really sorry for like bothering you but like I need some reassurance and then you can have that conversation but a lot of people don't care like I've reached out to people and been like hey I'm really sorry if like this is something I said that offended you blah 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 and they're like whoa what the fuck are you talking about like I've just been busy and I'm like oh okay yeah well whatever but like a lot of people won't Mm. go out of their way to have that conversation and that was something my aunt was telling me that like not everyone is like Mira and I or like Mira and our friends that we have that relationship with and Mm -hmm. that's okay but I think you have to kind of realize that and that it's no one else's responsibility but your own to share how you're feeling and that goes both ways yes so and I think to add on to that I think like it's kind of what I've decided for myself and I think you're kind of in the same boat as me and correct me if I'm wrong but it's one of those things where I think you have the people that you've established what kind of relationship you want like Mm -hmm. I have I would say three very close friends right now that I text quite often like Mm -hmm. I think I text you the most (laughs) and then I have like one of my really really close friends from high school who Mm -hmm. I text like every other day Mm -hmm. and then I have another close friend who I text yeah I would say around the same amount of time and I think in all three of those relationships it's like a give and take so it feels balanced for me which makes me happy because you know I need that in a friendship Mm mm-hmm And I think that after like the conversations we've had and just like, you know, the self-work and like the mental, you know, walkthroughs that I go through, Mm -hmm. I've kind of just established that maybe these friendships I've had that were super close at one point, like I don't need it to be right now. And I've also, I think in the past couple of years, I've really truly realized with myself like I am a really good fucking friend to have in your life yeah and you know if you don't want that friendship with me that's honestly your choice because yeah. I am willing to give that mm-hmm. and the same thing goes for both of us. like we are very giving people and very loving so like if you if we're in like a good healthy re- like relationship or friendship with somebody like you will feel that Like we will make sure you feel loved and valued. So knowing that about myself, I'm, you know, I'm just like,
like, okay, like you don't, if you don't want that, that's your choice at that point. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to conserve that energy and use it for the people that I care about. Yeah. And the people that I think deserve. And I'll save that. And like, maybe it'll be for a new friend that I'm going to have or a new relationship or whatever. I'll just keep it for my family, keep it for myself, keep it for the dog, like whatever. Like I, I think love is very sacred and very special. And I think people have to earn it to keep it. Yeah. And I think if you aren't doing that, then I think it's also fair to set that boundary with those friends so I will always love these people and you know if they decide that they have the capacity to be a good friend to me in the way I see what a good friend is then I might revisit that friendship and see is this something that's going to benefit me but right now I'm kind of making peace with these relationships I've had and I'm like this has nothing to do with me and I think that's what I was struggling with the most is Mm -hmm. thinking it was my fault or I did something but Silver made a very good point that I'm pretty good at self-reflection and Mm -hmm. I tend to own up whenever I have done something. So Mm -hmm. especially like the majority of these friendships when I have voiced, hey, like I'd like to hear from you every single time they were like, yeah, like I miss you. Yeah. And I want to hear from you. It's just on them now, right, to kind of organize that because I try and it doesn't happen yeah, so like, then I'm like okay I was in your court yeah exactly yeah but then I'm like okay obviously if you guys didn't want to talk to me mm-hmm. you wouldn't make any effort you wouldn't be interacting with me like liking my posts on social media yes likes don't quote unquote mean anything but yeah. I know how people are yeah you don't like a person's post if you hate them that's just I it don't. doesn't work like yeah. that so <laughs> yeah you know but yeah I, I, I know I'm rambling but I think the conclusion I've kind of come to at this moment is making peace with the friendships I've had and you know they've served a purpose they they were great when I needed them to be great and right now I really do have amazing people and friendships and I really count my blessings because you know the people that I have right now are the people I need and want Mm -hmm. so honestly it's okay that I don't have the same level of friendship I used to with other people yeah exactly and I think just like not to make everyone now anxious but like the the (laughs) flip like the other side of the coin with that is like sometimes you need to accept that maybe you are just not everyone's cup of tea and that's fine like yeah I've realized that about myself that like I just don't mesh with people well and it doesn't mean that I don't mesh with other people really well and I can have good relationships with other people because they get me like especially like I have a different sense of humor sometimes and like or I have very specific interests and I know for like other people they might look at me and be like okay this something's very deeply wrong with this person like I don't want to be around this person and like that's more than fair but like that's why it's kind of like you know the whole like your vibe attracts your tribe like you will find your people and it's okay if people don't like you like I think that Mm -hmm. we also need to get comfortable with like yeah maybe they just don't like you yeah and that doesn't mean that Mm -hmm. you have to make them like you that just means okay no it's not gonna work because like you're not gonna change your being just to have one fucking person like you it's it's a them problem like it's not yeah exactly yeah and like that's but I think it's hard to accept that it's a really hard pill to swallow but it just it is what it is I've hung out with people who like I really wanted to like and I really wanted to have a friendship with and I was like I just don't like you or I just don't like you anymore like you've just you've changed like something about you is different and I don't want a friendship with anymore and that's okay and like to be fair do I have 
the confidence and courage to then be like, I don't want to be friends with you anymore, but like, thanks for the coffee. Like, no. So like sometimes like if that happens, like I will fizzle out or like I'll keep Mm -hmm. you as a sometimes friend or as like a, I know we have this one thing in common that I do want to maintain. So I'll send you like a meme or an event or like something that I know is going on that you would be interested in. But does that mean that yeah. you're an everyday friend? No. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. So I think we need to get used to having differences in opinions and that being okay. Mm-hmm. And if they're too much, it's yeah. okay not to be friends with them anymore. Or just like reevaluate, like have your friends that you see once a year and like that's enough. And that fills your cup with that relationship. And that's great. Or that once mm-hmm. a month or the every day or the weekly, like whatever. But I do think it's really important to be honest. And we have, <laughs> Mira and I have a mutual friend who's fucking fantastic at this. And I don't think either of us could ever do this. But like when people reach out to her and like, she, I, <laughs> I just love getting the screenshots of these conversations because I'm like, I could never do this. And like, good on you because she's very kind about it too. Like, she's not mean. But mm-hmm. like, they'll say like, hey, I just, I've noticed some distance between us. Like, I'm just wondering, like, did I do something, whatever? And she'll be like, no, you didn't do anything. Um, Like, I'm sorry you're feeling this distance. But like, from my perspective, I thought like we were cool. If like, if you need something more out of this friendship, like, I'm really sorry. I'm not able to give that to you. But like, I wish you all the best. I send you so much love and that's it. And I'm like, that's Mm -hmm. beautiful. Like that is a beautiful way of letting that person gently down. And like, so they don't have to worry or wonder. And like, maybe I could do this if anyone has explicitly said this to me, but nobody has (laughs) done that for me. It's usually like, well, it's not necessarily necessarily true i guess but like people have reached out to me Mm. and been like hey i haven't heard you from you for a while i would really like to see you and i'm like oh shit okay i really like this person i'm gonna make more of an effort and then i do because i want to be friends with this person otherwise like right i just will kind of be like i'm really busy i'm so sorry and then i just (laughs) fizzle out yeah i i think when those situations come up obviously if it's a good friend i'm usually like i'm so sorry like what do you need from me and i'm gonna see if I can do it for you before I'm like immediately like no yeah this is the best I can do goodbye you know but (laughs) I just I don't know I personally because a lot of times these are people like I really love right and I still want a friendship with them yeah and sometimes yeah maybe I am lacking but that's why I appreciate people who like say this like it happened with one of my very good friends where I was lacking in something and she brought it up and I was like honestly thank you for saying this I'm going to change this I'm going to make more of an effort and I did and like things were fine yeah but I think But that's like, you know, I really value that person. So obviously I respect them enough to give them what they want. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is like, and it was funny, I was watching this vlog of this girl I really, really like. And she was saying how sometimes like people just are never going to apologize or own up to what they've done. Yeah. And I think that's just, yeah, like that's the thing we have to live with, like moving forward in our lives. Like even with friendships, when you stand up for yourself and say, hey, like I would like more in our friendship. And if they say, yes, I agree. And they do nothing. That's like your answer right there which kind of sucks yeah but it, and it maybe answer. has nothing to do with you yeah yeah but then i think that's what it is it's they don't either want to prioritize it don't have the capacity and you don't have to hate them for it mm-hmm. but they also don't need like 
they also don't deserve you in their life also because yeah. i just i personally am just so such a strong believer in again you have to earn people to keep them yeah and if you love people you will try to keep them and that's just that's how it is like yeah. if i really want you in my life i will make a fucking effort and i know that about myself and i know that you're like that and i think my standards are just really fucking high with people yeah so that's fine that's honestly i think why yeah. i feel sometimes i don't have like strong relationships all the time with people because i think they're just not the kind of friends that i want so then i'm like oh they're, they're i don't have a strong relationship and then i'm like oh it's not me it's actually them yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's just i don't know like when you set high standards in friendships like i don't think that's a bad thing like no you know does it mean my circle might be a little smaller than other people's sure but that's also because i'm not willing to put up with as much bs as other people yeah i, I don't know totally maybe i'm i think i'm being very black and white sometimes but no. That's just how I see things. But I think the thing, too, is, like, as we get older and as we get busy, like, people have a lot going on in their lives. So, and, like, us yeah. included. Like, I think, for me, mm -hmm. I give myself a lot of grace when people are like, hey, like, can we take a second to do this? And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm exhausted. Like, let's make a plan for this, but I can't do it today. And it doesn't mean I don't love you. It doesn't mean I don't want to see you. But, like, I can't. And, like, I'm right. realizing... And I think that's beautiful and i wish more people did that to be honest yeah like, like we're not like we're not saying like you have to be like available all the time or like or you're not a good no, friend at all no 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 but like even mm -mm. on the flip like that's what kind of makes me feel like when i get in my head about like oh did i say something did i do something do they not want to be my friend anymore and like blah blah, blah. then i mm -hmm. do the flip and i'm like you know what this person has like a full-time job that's really involved and like i know yeah. them well enough that i'm like they need their downtime they'll get back to me when they can like they yeah. have kids they have have like a new relationship or something like and just having that second where it's like maybe it mm. is me but it's not my responsibility <laughs> to like figure that out like if if no. you've done the reflection like and there's sometimes where mm -hmm. like i know i've reached out to people and i'm like hey i think i said something that might have been offensive and then usually they're like no actually that was hilarious that's fine and i was like oh okay i just wanted to make <laughs> sure i didn't offend you because like i was like i thought we were having a thing and like, we were having a thing it's okay and i'm like fantastic mm -hmm. but like mm -hmm. it's that person's responsibility to like obviously it's really nice to like offer that but um it's their responsibility to let you know if you've done something wrong to offend them especially if you it didn't yeah. notice and it wasn't intentional but i think that's the other thing like maybe this is like a tiny tiny bit off topic but i think it's a really good thing for people to know that if someone reaches out to you and says like this is how i'm feeling it's not then your job to argue with them that they you did not mean to hurt their feelings like you can just say yeah like oh shit acknowledge it and like even if you don't agree or if you're like you know what like that was not i did not intend on doing this like you got it totally wrong it's not your job mm -hmm. then to argue with them about how they feel like having a feeling is very yeah. them owned and if they're saying my feelings are hurt mm -hmm. you like you don't get to argue you just go yeah i'm so sorry i hurt your feelings like obviously maybe it wasn't my intention that doesn't matter but like i did and i'm sorry like what how we can mm -hmm. we move forward because i find like if yeah. somebody will like if i've said to someone like hey i i would really appreciate like spending more time with you whatever then 
sometimes I've got the response like, well, I said I would hang out with you during the weekday. Like, I just can't hang out with you on weekends. And I'm just like, oh, okay, fuck you then. In general, that's like a kind of a for general mm. knowledge everyday tip. But like, especially in these situations, like it's yeah. really, really hard to like let down your ego enough to say like, I am mm. hurt by the fact that we're not spending more time together. I would really like to and like it's Mm -hmm. so soul crushing to get a response back like what the fuck you expect me to do like I don't have time for you yeah like that's really shitty like if you're on the other side of that just be like oh I totally didn't mean to do that like let's figure it out or be honest be like I just don't have time for you I'm really sorry which is fair yeah I wish you all the best but like if if you can't I cannot meet this expectation with you and I'm sorry mm-hmm. but and like lots of love but like we can't be friends then if that's how it is yeah so I think it's yeah, yeah it's hard having friends period <laughs> yeah but I think especially yeah. in like this really long transition of our lives like things shift mm-hmm. the most in your 20s and it's hard yeah but yeah, yeah. we'll be your friends <laughs> oh yeah always but i yeah i think the last thing i want to say and maybe people might come at me for this because i don't know maybe it's an unpopular opinion but i really really dislike when people say people don't owe you shit like don't expect anything from anyone i hate that quote so much like the whole people don't owe you anything I think that's really, really disrespectful. I think that is just a catch-all phrase to excuse poor behavior. I really think that's what it is. Now, just so to wrap up my whole perspective, I do not expect every single one of my friends, like I said, to be texting me every single day, to be catering to every single need I have. No, I just expect mutual respect Mm -hmm. and mutual trying. And it can be at different levels. And like I said, I'm okay with different friendships being where they're at right now. But I think, yeah, like you said, like just, like advocate for yourself and if people aren't even trying to meet you halfway or aren't even trying to compromise I think that's again just a telltale sign of where they're at and it might not have to do anything with I'm sorry might not have anything to do with you but also do you want somebody who can't really contribute to your life at all in your life like is that going to serve you no probably so, not I yeah know. no i agree with you that's the that's the little bow i wanted to wrap up <laughs> to <put. laughs> on yeah my perspective no and i totally agree with you i don't think i to in a way i think the only thing people owe you is respect and kindness and that's yeah. like the bare fucking minimum but as mm-hmm. soon as they don't do that then mm-hmm. then and only then and i'm like i don't owe you shit then like well 100 percent. but yeah. that's like after the that's fact that's after right? the fact <laughs> As a baseline, I think everyone owes each other mutual love, respect, and kindness. That's it. So if that person is not showing you that, like, right off the Mm. back, for no reason, like, you've done nothing, they're just like, you know what? I'm better than you. I owe you nothing. I'm like, okay, fuck (laughs) you, then. I I know. I know. I'm just... I, I can't get behind people that think that way, and I don't mesh well. But again... Those are the standards I've set for the friendships I have. Yeah, and, and that's totally People don't fine. have to agree with that, but yeah. 
yeah i don't know so that is what we have for y'all today if you guys ever want us yes. to talk more about this like this is just like a mini matcha so like it's just meant to be like a brief think pair share um but if you guys yes. want more on this topic or if you guys like want to share with us anything that you guys guys have been going through and you want to talk about feel free to absolutely write us in um and where can you find us mira <laughs> you can find us at matcha mondays podcast on instagram tiktok and patreon Hell yeah. and spotify and apple podcasts and yeah. other various podcasts as well that yeah. you can see if you look us up on the internet <laughs> i don't know Google every us. single outlet <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then if you want to follow Silver, she's at Matcha Silver on Instagram and t- TikTok. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at m i i s a dot m i i r a, and that is on Instagram and TikTok as well. But yeah, thank you so very much for being here with us on another glorious Matcha Monday. We hope you guys are sipping your matcha away with us. And yeah, with that being said, have a great Matcha, matcha Monday. Monday.